0: All right. And we're back with another episode of Visionary Living, the podcast. I am your host, Rick or Rico, Rico from Puerto Rico. And today I've got a very cool, cool cat with me. His name is Sean Hogan. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit for us and our guests?
1: What's up? My name is uh, Sean Hogan, a.k.a. Smash Thompson. I'm from, uh, well, I mean, I was born in Canada, but I live in South Florida now. And I'm a personal trainer. Uh, adult
0: film performer wow so it sounds like you've got a very interesting (laughs) life for us that you're going to kind of express and you know maybe not all of us have been exposed to that so there's a lot that we could possibly learn from you Thank, thank you for being here and uh and thank you all the listeners for joining us on our podcast
1: absolutely thanks for having me
0: episode of uh, Visionary Living. And today's episode is called Finding My Own Path. So um, this episode is Finding My Own Path um, uh, with, find, uh, with, with Sean Hogan. So it's all really about uh, being authentic uh, to ourselves is kind of what I gathered from our um, conversation before we started. So my question to you, Sean, is why are we here talking about finding my own path? What does that mean? What are we talking about when we say that? And why did you choose this topic? Why is it important to you?
1: Uh yeah, this tro- this topic is important to me because like um so my whole life like like everybody's just kind of been well not so much everybody but like more of like my mom specifically was always like oh uh, okay so these are the pe- like in order to have a good life you gotta you know you go to school make sure you study hard and then like so that you could go to a better school you go to college and then get a good job and then you know all that stuff and it's like you know that's 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 all like. Well and good and everything, but it didn't really like resonate with me. That didn't sound like hmm. a lot of fun.
0: It you didn't know. resonate with you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for example, when I turned, let's see, when I was graduating high school, I was about like 17, 18 years old. Uh, my mom was like, okay, you got it. You need to like get, get your shit together so you can go to college and blah, blah, this and that. And I was like, ah, I'm really not interested in going to college. <laughs> you know, that doesn't, it's like I just got done doing like, uh, was it? like 12 years in grade school. And I was like, oh, right. I was like, I don't want to have to go through all of that again. So it's like, that's right, what a right. Marine Corps recruiter recruited me. And he was like, Hey man, he was like, Hey, you want to join the Marines instead? And I was like, "Hmm," I was like, what kind of opportunities do you guys have to offer me with the Marine Corps? So like, you know, we kind of went into it a little bit. And
0: oh, well, thank you for your service. Oh, Hey,
1: thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, back then I was really into like, I was really into like fighter jets and like fighter pilots and stuff. And uh-huh. I was like, so I told my Marine recruiter, I was like, that's what I want to do, man. I want to fly planes. And he was like, well, you don't have a college education, so you can't do that. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there were still limitations that you were up against. I yeah. Like...
1: But he was like, but um, I scored high enough on the ASVAB, right? They were like, hey, you know what? We could put you, we could make you a tank crewman instead. Oh, wow. And I was like, hey, I was like, that sounds cool. Sign me up. Like, I'll do that.
0: So then you ended up what driving tanks for oh, yeah, yeah. the Marine Corps?
1: Yeah, driving tanks. I was driving them. I was loading them. I was gunning them. I was, man, I was doing all of it.
0: That's awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, so how does that lead back to our our episode topic of finding your own path?
1: Yeah, yeah. See see that's another thing. Like I was I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go to college, like do a college classes and like get a good job. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, so I joined the Marine Corps instead, and then uh, so throughout the process of me joining the Marine Corps. Like, my mom, my friends, family, everybody was like, okay, well, since you're joining the Marine Corps, you need to pick a job, like, a military occupational specialty in Mm -hmm. the Marines that would, like, translate well for when you get out and, uh, trans and like, go back to to civilian civilian life. life.
0: Right, that makes sense.
1: So they were like, so, like, my recruiter was like, okay, well, those jobs are, like, you could be an electrician, you could be, like, a computer, like, IT expert. You could do, like, you could do aircraft repair. And I was like... I was like, come on, man. I was like, if I'm going to join the Marine Corps, it's like, you best believe I want to do something. Like, I don't know. I like, like, I don't know. Let's do something cool that no so one else like, can do. right?" Yeah, they don't. So he's like, he's like, okay, man. He was like, well, you can't fly the planes because you don't have the qualifications for that. But you did score high enough on the ASVAB where, you know, we'll let you drive tanks and stuff. How right. does that sound to you? And I was like,
0: it's cool. I was
1: like, sign me up. Like, let's do this.
0: <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, so then you ended up, oh, alright, so what I'm hearing in it is that finding my own path really boiled down to like, you were, uh, warned and forewarned and like people were kind of like giving you direction or telling you the shoulds of life, like how should you live your life. But it seems like you kind of went backwards against the grain, despite what people were kind of preaching or sharing, and you did your own thing anyways. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that what I'm hearing? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And so why do you think that that's an important thing to learn for people? Like if, let's say, our listeners right now are listening to this and, you know, they can learn something from you, what, what do you think is the most powerful perspective of that that you can learn?
1: Well, <clears throat> the most powerful perspective, my personal perspective, I can only share like my own personal experience like um like don't get me wrong i'm not shitting on like Like,
0: no you get you can curse it's okay Okay. (laughs) this is explicit content
1: (laughs) like i'm not i'm not shitting on college you know it said you know um you know like it just wasn't for me like i wasn't feeling it like like um damn hold on i lost my train of thought okay so yeah college is great like i'm not shitting on that at all Uh like um but it just it wasn't for me like i like right Like I said, like I said earlier, like I just got done competing in school. I didn't want to go to school for another four years. I was like, that's like, that's just sounds like torture to me. Like I'm really not feeling it. So I was like, I'm going to find another way. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to do whatever I can to avoid having to set foot in the classroom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hopefully ever again.
0: That's funny, you know, and honestly, I like I personally have a story that I can resonate with you. You know, I I didn't actually finish my own college degree. I I went off and did some entrepreneurial uh, endeavors. So I I actually stepped out um, and, you know, right out of uh, college, like not again, not even finishing my degree. I decided to take a risk. I went to New York and started up a photo and video production business and then was kind of working on the side and you know uh, to to date i've uh, owned three or four small businesses so far all in different um, domains so one was photography and events um, one was children's entertainment another one was holistic healing and now i'm really primarily in the leadership coaching and Self development uh, arena, you know, And, and I've invested in certifications in this domain as well, so I have continued my education in a structured way, but I definitely feel like I, like you, found my own path to get to where I'm at, you know, and like you, my entire family had the very traditional perspective of like, you go to school, you get a degree, then you find a woman, you get a good job, you get a house, you have kids, and like, the rest is history which to me is a very organized and almost like cookie cutter perfect explanation of what life should look like or at least the american dream if yeah, you will yeah. but it, it didn't it didn't match with my soul my soul was a lot more adventurous and and i needed to learn through my trials and errors you know what i mean
1: absolutely yo. Oh, i feel you man i feel like there's like like there's different versions of the american dream you know right and like yeah absolutely man
0: I think the truest truest American dream is that freedom to choose your own path. Absolutely. I I think that the American dream has kind of evolved over time. And maybe it started at one point as like, this is what it looks like. Uh, And then it evolved, in my opinion, to that artist's way. Where like the true American dream is simply being able to do what you feel makes you happy and gives you purpose despite the money and money will follow it because money is so abundant in america and we can generate it no problem to me that's what the american dream was supposed to be you know what i mean absolutely so um so in your own path of like be authentic i I see that you kind of went into personal training and health and fitness uh can you kind of give us a little bit more about that why are you passionate about that and what got you into that
1: what got me into that okay so like so what got me into health and fitness was um so while I was in like maybe like my first year in the Marine Corps, like I was always I was always an athletic kid. Like growing up in school, I was in I was on the track team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did wrestling for a little bit. I sucked at it. <laughs> I sucked
0: at it. That's funny. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just got my ass beat all over the wrestling mat.
0: <laughs> Not anymore though. I'll <laughs> bet, man. You look Yeah, you look like you're in really good shape. You keep up with how often do you work out and, and oh, keep man, up your routine?
1: I try to do like four or five times a week okay yeah pretty pretty consistently uh i've been so i start i started working out like around uh, like around my first year in the Marine Corps. like i got through boot camp i got through combat training mm-hmm. i got through tank school and then i was in the fleet so i was like all right i made it through all this training i got to the fleet and i remember i remember the day something clicked in my head uh-huh. i was like and i was like oh God, i gotta start I should probably start hitting the gym or something we were getting ready At the time, we were like, at the time the Iraq war was in full swing. Oh, wow. We were doing doing training exercise, getting ready to go
0: over to Iraq. Wow. So
1: we were in Fort Pickett. We were doing our workup. And I was like, and I had just gone to the PX. So the PX is like a military exchange. You could get like food, you could get snacks, you could get like anything there. Mm -hmm. So like, we had got, we got done like being out in the field. So I went to the PX and I went and I picked up like those little, Those little, like, sausages that you get in, like, the little... Yeah, the
0: Vienna sausages. Vienna
1: sausages. I got some of those. I got, like, a bag of Cheetos. I got... What else did I get? I I got, like... Just a bunch of crap. Just Uh a bunch of, like, really shit food. And I was, like, sitting... (laughs) I was just sitting in the rack, and I had, like, a CD player, because that was, like, the thing back then. I had, like, an old-school CD player. That's funny. Yeah, I was listening to Kanye West, like, the 808 and Heartbreak. (laughs) That's (laughs) <laughs> because I was around the time that that album came out, right, right. So I'm listening to that, and I was, and I had like a little portable DVD player. I was like watching some DVD, like eating my Vienna sausages, like Cheetos and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just like, you know, just being a just being gluttonous, you know. So right. I get up and I look at myself. I go to the bathroom, I went to go make a bathroom break, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and there was like sauce like leaking down my face. <laughs> my my arms were looking all scrawny, and I was like, you know what? I probably need to start hitting the gym a little bit, and then that's and then that was it. That was, was all it needed. You maintained
0: there. it from there. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes it's interesting how what uh, self reflection can do, whether on a physical uh, yeah. note to see kind of like what we need to do for our bodies, or just like a mental note, like to taking a look in the mirror. In fact, there there was a time in my life where every morning it was, um, I wanted to look at myself in the mirror, but with purpose. You know, I realized that I would, like, glance in the mirror quickly to make sure that my hair was good, that I shaved. But I never stopped and looked at myself in the mirror the way that I look at another human being when I'm meeting them for the first time. Yeah. And there's something powerful that happens, um, I think, to us when we stop and we actually, like, acknowledge ourselves and acknowledge who we are. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that steps right back into finding my own path, like, doing it the unconventional way, you know, where, where maybe where other people have judgment on the way that I live my life, you know, I am okay with it. I'm at a place where I feel proud and happy of the, of what I'm producing for myself, you know? Yeah. So I totally get that. And um, so why don't you speak into just a little bit, let's touch up on the subject of your adult entertainment, since that's a very taboo conversation, you know what I mean? I don't think that a lot of people can really relate to that.
1: yeah. You know, it's it's like as far as as far as me being in the adult entertainment industry, that it, the way that kind of came around, it's like it was like a weird kind of like self fulfilling prophecy type deal. Like it's not, <laughs> prophecy, it's, it's I don't started, know about prophecies <laughs> here. But started, okay. No, okay, let me explain. Okay, right here. <laughs> let me explain it. So it sounds kind of funny, but yeah, it was like a kind of weird like self fulfilling prop- prophecy type deal. It started off as a joke, uh-huh. like it started off as a joke, but like not really. So this goes way, way, way back to like um, the time was it was like around the time I was getting I was getting ready to get out of the Marine Corps. Okay. so this was like, uh, say, like early mid 2011, Mm -hmm. getting ready to get out of the Marine Corps. And they have these classes that you go to that are like that get ready to like transition you back into being a civilian again. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like I hadn't. I hadn't planned on getting out of the Marine Corps. Like my original plan was, I was just like, You're I'm just going to die a do t- soldier. I'm going to do 20 years in the Marine Corps. I'll either <laughs> I'll either die a glorious death in battle or I'll ret- or I'll retire. I'll do 20 <laughs> oh, years God. and I'll
0: retire. <laughs> That's one hell of a vision. Okay. Yeah.
1: Or I'll or I'll do 20 years and I'll retire because they, they have like if you do 20 years in the Marine Corps, you get a full pension. You re- you can retire. You can lay back the rest of your life. If you join the Marine Corps, like fresh out of high school, say you're seventeen, eighteen years old, right. you could be retired by thirty-eight. I was like, I was like, let's do that. Right. I did my first four, and I I did my four years, and then I extended my contract by six months because uh-huh. I was planning on doing a second deployment. Okay, as a whole another story. <laughs> But by the end of by the end of that six month extension, like right. my my commanders they were like, So you wanna do another four years? I was like, Hell no.
0: I was like Hell, <laughs> Hell no. Hell no, no.
1: Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, like tanks was cool and everything. I'm right. really grateful for having had that experience in the Marine Corps. Right. But I was not about to do another
0: four years of that shit. Cool. Hell no. So you you were <laughs> clear on what was next for you. I wasn't clear. Oh, you weren't clear. You just knew what you didn't want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, sometimes what you knowing what you don't want can sometimes yeah. lead you to the right what you want. Yeah. Right? I just knew I didn't want to be in
1: the Marine Corps anymore. Like, so, which, I mean, some guys do twenty years, and it's like that's awesome. Like, but I me, mean, I was not cut out to do right. another twenty years. So. I started going to these classes i get ready to transition you back into being a civilian okay and like as far as civilian life is concerned like i had never i had never really given it any thought i was like damn i don't know what i don't know if i want to be a car mechanic right. i don't want to be a. I don't know if i want to be like a lawyer or if i want to be like a police officer right, like, right, I, right. I don't know what i want to do so like they ask you they're like so what are your what's your plan when you
0: when you get what's out what's your
1: plan when you get out and they they give you like all these like like papers and like worksheets to do, Right. and uh, I kind of just like jokingly just wrote down "fuck bitches get money." <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay,
1: because I I don't know that was just something to put on paper. I okay, know what else to put? So yeah, that's what I put. I put it down as a joke, and I didn't I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it. <clears throat> Fast forward a couple years down the line, I kind of so I got out of the Marine Corps. I bounced around, did a bunch of odd jobs here and there. That's what that's probably as. Uh, as far as going your own way, like, that's definitely what I did for quite some time. I worked mm. a lot of, like, after getting out of the Marine Corps, I worked a lot of really weird jobs. Like, mm. I, I I, worked at the Renaissance Fair. I was a pirate for a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did that for, like, that, that was cool. That was cool. So I ran away, joined the circus for a little bit. Did that you really? Cool.
0: Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> wow, you really did live an unconventional <laughs> life. You found your own path, huh? Oh, yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. So that was cool. I was living life as a pirate for a little bit. And then I did, like, I worked in a bunch of kitchens uh like cooking i worked at a bunch of bars i did like security i did all sorts of uh I, I went to college i switched my major like a bunch of times and then eventually ended up dropping out like i started out as a like, sociology major like
0: oh nice sociology is so interesting oh to yeah me. it is it was, it's it, like a, like your life you think we're so unique but you're really a percentage of the population and they like, have that uh, has the exact same experiences as you
1: oh yeah But i was like but then like so I did sociology for a little bit, and I was like, ah, like you know what? I'm not going to be able to make money doing this. Like I don't. Right, right. Like, even though it was that's the reason I picked it. I picked it because it was, it was interesting. interesting. Right. Then I switched to like criminal justice, and then I did like uh, exercise science, and exercise along the path. I was as I was doing exercise science. That's
0: when I got my personal training so Got it. That. That's when you got into personal training.
1: Oh yeah, and then I did, and then so I got into personal training, and then I dropped out of college, and I just started doing
0: that. Got it.
1: Yeah, and then. So, that's probably as me getting into the adult film, the uh, adult film biz. How that happened was so I was doing the I was doing personal training, doing personal training, and then it got to a point where like I was getting at the time I worked for a corporate facility, mm-hmm. and I was getting ready to like cut ties with that corporate facility. And so I was I was kind of like looking for new jobs. Right, you were in transition. Yeah, it's in transition. So I was like filling out my resume, and I was like looking at new jobs on uh, like Craigslist and what, and uh, stuff like that. And um, so. I got distracted and like back when, like, I don't know. I didn't even know if Craigslist is still around, but I clicked on like the adult gigs tab. I was like, yo, let's right. like, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I clicked on it and, um, and there were like, a, so there's all these like adult gigs popping up. And then there were, and then I saw this one that just like, it said looking, seeking male talent, um, must be in shape, attractive, blah, 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 all this, send in pictures, do this email, so I was like, so I didn't even think I thought it was like a scam. I thought it was some kind of joke, but I was like, you know what? I'll send my information in. Nice. And uh and it's and it's kind of funny because um <clears throat> like thinking back, uh I did like um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a transformation workshop. Mm-hmm. This was so around the time I was looking for this new job, this was after I had completed uh a couple phases of this. Oh, like a, a
0: leadership training? Yeah,
1: like a leadership training. Got it, got it. So, and on the... um,
0: In fact, that's where we met. I'm pretty yeah, sure I was yeah. taking my leadership training like one or two cycles before you.
1: Yeah, and there was there was a worksheet that you do in that leadership training. Yeah. And like towards towards like the beginning, like way, way, way at the beginning, similar to the, the paper that I, the worksheet that I filled out when I was leaving the military. Uh-huh. So it was a similar worksheet that, like, asked you, like, what do you want out of your life? What's your Z? What do you want to accomplish? And right. I was like, and in my head, I had this vision of just, like, me wearing, like, a robe in, like, a mansion. Kind of kinda like a Hugh Hefner type nice type of, like, vision. That was, like, that was my vision. So, okay. <laughs> so, of course, on that worksheet, I wrote down the same thing that I wrote
0: the- <laughs> Okay, got it which almost sounds like it came from an immature perspective but somehow manifested itself into reality <laughs> yeah, for you right yeah <laughs> okay
1: so so yeah so that happened and you know that so fast forward a couple months later um so i i had i had quit my i had quit my corporate gig i, I started my own personal training business nice. i was doing my own thing i got another I got, I got another like side job that i was working so i was like making pretty decent money at the time and then I just randomly got a call like while I was at... I mean, it was a slow day. It was like a Wednesday or something. So mm. Some guy gave me a call and he's like, he's like, hey man, you filled out an application online about uh about being a male talent for adult films, and I was like,
0: oh yeah, I was like I completely oh, oh yeah, this isn't a scam. <laughs> was like, I, was like, I,
1: I completely forgot about that, and he was like, yeah man. He's like, well, if you're still interested, we like got this chick down here, and we need you to come over here and like do your thing, and. <laughs> so so
0: so it sounds almost like it was a sketchy introduction but then you just you broke into the industry altogether. oh yeah
1: yeah what what did it for me was uh when they were like yo we'll pay you three hundred dollars for to do this and i was like yo up until now i've been doing this for free (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) that's so funny
1: take 300 so i did so i did like i did the first set and i thought i did horrible i was i was nervous i was sweating like you know what i mean oh wow Three other people in the room, like standing there, like watching you. Like they're all, everybody's like fully clothed. I'm, I'm completely naked. I'm butt ass naked. Never did anything like this before. Wow. This girl's naked. You know, we're doing our thing. They're watching us. They're like, okay, well, (laughs) I'm gonna get a little nasty. Okay. Uh,
0: Let's let's avoid the really gritty details. details. Yeah, let's avoid the gritty details. Let's keep it surface here.
1: No, you're right, you're right. Okay. Okay. So they were like, hey, nobody gets paid unless you,
0: you know. You fit complete or whatever. Complete. Okay, what are you
1: doing, and I'm, and I'm just like, and I'm like, why would you tell me that? Like, that's not gonna make it any easier for me. Right, <laughs> you know that what puts what pre- me?
0: it's performance yeah. anxiety. Oh yeah, and
1: I got, per- I got performance anxiety like you wouldn't believe. Wow. Man. So I was like, so my first set, I didn't think they were gonna call me back. Right. But sure enough, for some reason, they kept calling me back. Kept calling me back. One scene, you know, one scene, two scene, three scene, four scene, letter. Eventually I'll start getting I'm starting get pretty good at this. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like
0: practice I, makes perfect. Exactly.
1: I never really considered this as like a as like a career as like a career option until um about about a year ago. Like I just randomly like I wasn't even expecting this. Like <clears throat> I went for a shoot one day and then one of one of my producers, he was like, Oh, hey, by the way, you got nominated best male performer. Oh was wow! Like, yeah, and he was like, he was like, yeah, "Are you gonna go to the Are you gonna go to the Erotico Awards in Los Angeles?" I was like, "What? No."
0: That's funny. <laughs> like, wow.
1: You know what I mean? But like, as the awards drew nearer, like they were like, "You should, you should like interact. You should create a Twitter and like interact with your fans, and like right. Maybe that'd be something." So I created a Twitter, and people started like interacting with me, and I was like, and then like, it wasn't until I got Twitter when I was like, okay, I like, I started developing like a fan following, and that was like a foreign concept to me. I was
0: like, Interesting
1: fans following me around and like buying me shit and stuff that's <laughs> interesting man and i was like wow this is this is unexpected so so then my whole my whole thought process changed i was like okay maybe i'll go out to la and see what this whole award ceremony right award thing was like so i ended up going i end up going to la and i had like the most amazing time of my life they treated me like i was a king out oh that's there, awesome man. like good for you oh yeah it was like I met a bunch of like I met a bunch of like people in the industry and stuff and like they treated me like I was a celebrity like I went to this party they had like a red carpet party and like I walked up to the guy at the door and he was and he looked at me and he's like he's like who are you I'm like I'm I'm Sean and he's like uh no you're not on the list buddy and I'm like are you sure I was like try Smash Thompson <laughs> and then he's like oh you're Smash Thompson he's like come on in man come oh my on god let's go. that's <laughs>
0: funny than your stage name yeah that's my so Smash funny. Thompson oh my gosh <laughs> So, like, you know, this, it's very interesting to hear this story because, I mean, first of all, it's super controversial. You know what I mean? If, oh you, yeah. if you think about it, not every everyone um, is okay with that uh, job or profession, yeah. n- let alone to, like... Proudly display it. So I really want to say, first of all, thank you for standing in your authenticity. Here we are saying, find my own path and be your authentic self, and you truly are exemplifying that, especially against you know the the controversies of the industry. You know, absolutely. Um, I know I definitely am not cut out to be in that industry, so (laughs) I'm gonna say for me, no. But but glad that it's working for you for sure. You know what I mean. (laughs) um awesome so real quick uh i just wanted to highlight our sponsor so the sponsor for the uh Today's episode is To Fear From Love. It's a webinar curriculum. It's a 10-week program designed to have people uh, get refocused on their dreams and goals and actually go after it with a team of people to support them. So um, To Fear From Love, a webinar curriculum offered by Pond to Flight. Um, so uh, real quick, I just want to sw- uh, switch gears and I want to uh, bring us back to Visionary Living. So Visionary Living, the podcast, is designed to feature guests um, to talk a, a little bit about a time in their life where they had a vision for something that they wanted to create in their life. And uh, and when they set set out on this journey to create that, life kind of resisted, you know what I mean? And said, nah, but we use that vision almost like a, a lighthouse amidst a storm so that we can continue our journey and eventually actually create that which we said we wanted in the first place. So do you have a story, Visionary Living, a time where you lived out of your vision and actually created something powerful for yourself that you can kind of share that story of triumph with our listeners? I um, don't Actually, yeah, I'm kind like, <clears> of
1: <throat> like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of living it right now. Like, like as I was like sharing the story earlier about how I went to LA and like, all, all of this is kind of like, it, it all comes back to like that, Vision that I started with that's that I started with when I left the Marine Corps even right. though even though like I thought it was like at at the time like I was like this is stupid and this is silly and whatever I still wrote it down on the paper and i was I was still like yo this is kind of the lifestyle that I
0: want mm-hmm. and
1: i never i never thought it would i never thought it would happen like this like I never thought it would manifest this way right, but it did and I'm just and now I'm just kind of like you know like <laughs> Like I'm like I'm surprised, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: but I'm just like I'm just like going with it, you know. That's
0: <laughs> cool. And so it sounds like you're very go with the flow kind of guy. Oh yeah, like you yeah. Kind of follow uh, and and wherever life takes you, you like you enjoy the ride almost. Absolutely, man. I've never read an instruction manual in my life. That's never. awesome. <laughs> and uh, do you have any regrets around that, or do you feel kind of like a, a freedom in that? Oh no, nah, I feel, I feel nah, no regrets.
1: No regrets. Let me. Let me do I regret anything?
0: No, well, it's good. Man. Yeah. It, it, it's powerful to be to live your life in a space where, when you look backwards, there's nothing really haunting. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's a clear space. It's like I've I've made choices, and right. I'm at peace with the choices I've made, and I am who I am today because of that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it, it's like the opposite
1: end of the spectrum. Like I feel like if I hadn't done all this, mm-hmm. then I would have. And I would have regretted
0: not doing it. Got it. Long. So yeah, so the, there's actually regret in not taking action. Yeah. You know, that's something that I want actually all of our listeners right now, if you're listening, I want you to kind of go back and and think to yourself, are there any, is there any place in my life where I didn't take action, and then I kind of regret not taking action because I don't know where my life could have gone in that direction if I really if I took it seriously or if I actually stepped into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I, I feel like a lot of people we we think about the actions we took that we regret, but what about the inactions? What about the the times that we didn't take an action and we regret not taking that action? Not asking that that girl out to prom, or you know, not letting that guy know that you were into them, or whatever it is for you. You know what I mean? But not taking that investment or that loan for the business that you wanted to start. So, um, so yeah, that's that's very powerful. So uh, first of all, anybody who is um watching uh live if you have any comments or anything please feel free to interact with us um i'd like to first shout out uh travis what's up man thanks for joining oh travis hey he says do you think the path is more important or can people use any path to cultivate the things that each of us needed to stay the course i mean i think any path i mean i, th- I think when we say finding my own path it's really about like The road less tracked, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Where where no one else dares to go and so I'm the first, the pioneer. Yeah. That that kind of I think I think what we're talking into here is really finding your own path. Um hello Lita, my grandmother's watching. Hi grandma. What's (laughs) up, grandma? um so so yeah so all right well um we are getting into the later half of our episode um so i just want to make sure that we're creating as much value for our listeners as possible one thing that i definitely want from you is, is there any message that like let's say any of our listeners are listening to you right now from from your heart what's something that you think the whole world could learn or should know in order to whatever it is that you feel the world should know transform the world or or create peace harmony like well, for you, what what do you think is a good message that you can deliver to people who are listening right now?
1: A, a good message, like <clears throat> I guess, if you have a dream, like don't even second guess yourself. Just like go for it, even if even if you don't know what path to take or like what mechanism or whatever whatever you need to do to get there. Just like um, if you're committed to having that dream manifest, like just pursue it, pursue it relentlessly, and eventually, you know, it'll manifest. It may not look the way that you want it to look, but I mean, it'll happen. You know, hmm. if, you're, if you're taking whatever steps necessary to take you towards whatever it is that you're try, trying to accomplish.
0: That's powerful, man. I, I uh, definitely yeah. love to, to revive people's <laughs> dreams. You know, when I when I open up with a clarity call, when I have coaching uh, clients and stuff, I'll open up with a clarity call and I kind of say like, hey, what is it that you want in your life? And i let them go for their goals and their dreams. I'll explain it and they'll say, okay, now if a genie could snap his fingers and give you anything you want, what would you want in your life? And it's amazing how it changes. Absolutely. It changes because when you ask someone, what do you want in life? We start to compare it to what we think we can have, what we actually, what we realistically can attain, Mm. right? But when we actually say like, what do you want in your life? But from that magical perspective, now we're really in a place of curiosity. Yeah. And in that place of curiosity, our inner wisdom and our, our boundless imagination is able to kind of come up with a life that we truly want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I say, cool. Now, let's go for the life that you truly want, not the life that you think you can get. You know hey, what I mean? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yo, you hit the nail on the head. Like, no matter how crazy or far-fetched or ridiculous that dream is, you know, yep. just got to, like, go for
0: it. Yeah, be authentic to yourself. Absolutely. Find your own path.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it it, it again, like, for any of you that are out there, like, I want you to think about that. If a genie in a magic lamp could snap his fingers and give you anything you want, what's the kind of life that you want? Are you living that life? Are you taking steps every day towards developing that or creating that? You know, or have you kind of let the dream die? You don't think it's possible. Truth is, if we don't think it's possible, we won't actually take actions. And if we do think it's possible, we'll take actions, even if it's small or large. You know what I mean? We'll take risks. But it starts with the vision, which brings us back to the podcast's purpose. It starts with visionary living, seeing, the end result seeing the vision right absolutely (laughs) so um so yeah so with that said uh is there anything that you got going on in your life that you kind of want to share with uh the listeners is there anything that they could are you doing anything that they could follow or well actually um i'm actually preparing to move to uh uh
1: to las vegas nevada november 1st to to prepare for the next chapter the next chapter of my journey take myself on take my career on to the next level and see what happens you just see what happens out there you know that's I mean? cool yeah so I mean as far as things that I got going on um you know I'm always I'm always like I'm always looking to consult people like as far as like personal training wise health nutrition wise you know, help you get it right for the summer
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: look at that. Look at that sorry No, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta like if you're trying to get it right for the summer, you know, summer season is over. Bunking season is now. (laughs) You need nutritional counseling. You need help with the gym. You know, I can help you out. Uh, So,
0: do you take clients internationally, or would you now be looking for clients in Las Vegas? As
1: as of right now. as of right now I'm going to be taking clients like in Las Vegas and I'm trying to figure out a way to like train people like remotely or at least give people consultations remotely. So whenever I figure all of that out,
0: yeah, like, I'll I'll relate. And internally. and honestly, just, yeah. like honestly, your physique—you look great. Like you definitely know Thank what you're you. doing by example. You know what I mean. So with that said, if you have a client that's willing to fly you out, I mean, for the right price, oh yeah, absolutely. make yourself internationally available, man. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I'm available internationally if you want to fly me out to your house. i'll do do that
0: too yeah man yeah and i just want to i want to make sure that like if that's the vision of dream for you that i I open that up you know what i mean dream big you know you're
1: absolutely
0: right my dude yeah Yeah. i mean we were speaking about dreams right dreaming so dream big why (laughs) not Uh, the way i like to explain it is kind of like a bow and arrow i always tell people you know with a bow and arrow a lot of times we don't account for gravity Right. So we'll actually aim at the bullseye. We'll pull back and we'll shoot. And the arrow, because of gravity, will actually go lower, lower than our target. Oh yeah. Right. So what I tell people is always over aim on purpose so that even when you fall short, you still surpass the, the minimums yeah. that you were expecting originally. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So really, like, dream big. And and honestly, like, it's almost like an umbrella. Like, the, the bigger the umbrella, the bigger the dream, the easier it is to kind of take care of and sweep up anything else, all the little concerns underneath
1: that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: But, um so any, anyways we're we're coming towards the end of our podcast, so I, I just wanted to give you that opportunity. If people valued everything anything that you said and they really want to get connected with you and and kind of go somewhere with you, how can they follow you how How can they contact you? What's the best way to go about that in terms of our listeners finding you?
1: Yeah, absolutely, so like there's a couple of different ways that you could that you could reach me. you could reach me on Facebook, Sean Hogan or evil sean hogan depending mm-hmm. on who you're looking for
0: mm-hmm.
1: several that's a story for another time <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, i'm on i'm on instagram uh, i have my fitness instagram it's infinite underscore potential underscore fl as in florida um infinite potential florida yep you got un- it with underscore yep. infinite underscore potential underscore florida cool oh yeah absolutely so that's my that's my personal train that 's my fitness instagram uh my email if you'd like to contact me about like personal training or if you just if you just want to chat about if you just want to talk about stuff <laughs> and sean hogan s h a a n last name hogan h o g u n at gmail dot com cool yeah so
0: holla at me yeah, that sounds awesome man I, I appreciate it and and hopefully you'll get some personal training p- uh, clients or uh, hopefully you get some exposure out of this and Absolutely. i'm hoping that your message what you have to share with the world can impact people just because again you you're a very unique individual and the way that you're living your life is is very against the grain and i think that it's an inspiration for those who for those of us who are not daring enough to step out and dream and and go against the grain even though it fulfills us you know what i mean so for me if if there's anything that uh, any of your listeners can take away it's Follow the dream that has you feel fulfilled so that when you look backwards, there's no regret on what actions you did not take. Um, so with that said, uh, I just want to bring back our sponsor, which is To Fear From Love, a 10-week coaching curriculum. It's all webinar-based, so you can take it anywhere in the world. Um, and the, and uh, it's all about leadership principles, mindset transformation, and practicing um, routines that can help you generate a reality or a life that you actually want versus the, the kind of life that you think you can have. Um And uh, Visionary Living, the podcast is dedicated in loving, in loving memory of Brenda Rivera, who is my mom who passed away when I was 13. And this uh, podcast is my way of allowing her to live on through me and through my life and through my journey. So thank you. Thank you deeply, everyone who's listening. Thank you deeply, Sean Hogan, for your time and your attention you. today. Yo, Rico, thanks for having me, my dude. Absolutely. love you, man. man. I love you more, buddy. And uh, and for all the listeners, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, you'll get all of the updates as well. Um, And may your life produce a reality that surpasses your wildest dreams. So thank you all. Love you all. And have a wonderful day.